I believe that if we are honest with ourselves, that the most fascinating problem in the world is who am I? Because what you are in your inmost being escapes your examination in rather the same way that you can't look directly into your own eyes without using a mirror. And that's why there's always an element of profound mystery in the problem of who we are. Sophisticate WGNU with your hosts Craig Kohler and Stephen Elgin. Most of us feel I, ego, myself, my source of consciousness, to be a center of awareness and of a source of action that resides in the middle of a bag of skin. 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 I'll give you a bag of skin. Welcome back to Hoosier Sophisticate Radio live on WGNU 920 and streaming at WGNU920AM.com. We're also live on Facebook. We're also live uh, in real life. And we're live here with Sam Lyons. What's up, everybody? Craig, why do you look at me so scared every time I bring us back from break? Like, uh, I'm well, an I animal. I, I think you just showed like I'm me. I'm some I... sort of <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's what it was. wild things for no reason. Yeah, great. Sam's here. <laughs> Steve, buddy, it's been too long. I know. Yeah, I miss you so much. We are glad to see you. I'm very happy uh, we, we always enjoy your presence here. And uh, you brought tacos. I did. Steve and I have. We've got big plans for you, sir. You don't even know them yet, but oh, it involves God. the Mississippi River and a couple of lads. Hey, you want to? Take well, it? that's listen. They can't just be saying stuff like that to me. Like I'm from Mississippi, so yeah, we're gonna well, take you out to the Mississippi chill. River. A couple, of, a couple of good old boys take you down to the Mississippi River. That means different things where I'm from. Yeah, so. well, I spent 13 years in Jefferson County. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> hey guys, this has been Lucius Fiskett. Uh, I'm from- <laughs> Um, no, we're going to take a riverboat from, well, riverboat. No, we're going to take a a boat that we make. Oh, yeah. We're going from the tip top of the Mississippi in the north. Yeah. All All the way way to New Orleans. And we want you to go with us. Dude, I'm like big in for that. I haven't seriously. I I go to New Orleans once a year. Like when I lived, when I was back in Mississippi, I haven't been in so long. I'm like, never been there. Oh, Oh, what are the big stops along the Mississippi? What other big stops? New Orleans. That's it. Cairo, Illinois. (laughs) Real, real, that, play, that place is like it's, people haven't lived there for weird, decades, dude. but they have. Are there any big it cities north like of us on the Mississippi? Uh, uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Well, I mean, that's like the starting point. What else we got? That's what you asked. You said... Don't, Sam, God, okay. right. dang it, man. I've never missed Roman before, ever. <laughs> Don't do it to him now. Roman. Yo, Roman is going wild in the uh, the feed. Like, I, like, I was looking at the comments. It's like 45 comments from him. Good. I haven't read any of them. I, I, was, I didn't have my headphones. They're all completely nonsensical. I have no idea what he's talking about, <laughs> which is normal, I guess, with Roman. Oh. <laughs> well, Roman, Ro- Ricky Starling was watching for a minute, and Roman said, they gave you a shout-out for the work you're doing, exclamation point. So we read some. Cynthia's watching now. So is Jen Kors. What's up, everybody? Jenna Crawl. What's up? Um, so he's down. We're gonna we're, we're gonna, gonna do it. it. We're yeah. gonna the locks and dams. Um, yeah, the locks and dams. We have to wait for we have to wait for bigger boats 
to get into the locks. Yeah. And then we can go through with them. Oh, we're going to like sneak in? Is it like, no, oh, no, no, we just let you in. Okay, you just have to wait. They'll see our, gotcha. our torch because we're going to have torches. And, a, and like, not like tiki torches. Not like khakis. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, listen, I'm not sure I about love tiki torches. <laughs> I do. I'm not I'm really upset. About it could be a little, that, man. Yeah, we can make it like a little luau. We're taking back the tiki torches. I used to love going on walks with my tiki torch, and now I can't. They're like, get them. I'm like, come on. I, I didn't think it's... anything of it uh, this summer. <laughs> this summer, I bought a bunch from my backyard. I was going to dig out a little fire pit. And the guy and at Walmart, the guy at Walmart was, was like, like my man. Need 17 wa- uh, tiki torches. Yeah, for, yeah, right. The worker at Walmart was like, my man. He's like, they, they're making me ask. There's this whole little thing going around. They're making me ask what the tiki torches are for, but I feel you. Yeah, he's got I General Lee tattooed. He's like, I feel you, brother. And you're like, what does that mean? I'm just trying to dig a fire pit, sir. Did you still get them? Did you? Yo, I got them. Yeah. <laughs> no, he put them back. Oh, no I got Walmart cashier is going to shame me to put them back. Not going to happen. I bought a lot weirder Dude. stuff at Walmart uh, I'm sure. together. I'm sure. Craig yeah. cannot be shamed. I don't think is that's a thing. Uh, probably I not. Know, I know you're deviant. Oh, I'm a de- like. There's no no doubt about that. But I do embarrass easily <laughs> when I'm around you. <laughs> I know. Mainly oh, like when was. like we go to a gas station and, and Steve starts telling fat jokes to the, <laughs> the extremely. Um, portly fat. Uh, I didn't. I wasn't a fat joke. She took it that way. That's the whole thing. Whose fault is that? I leave it open ended, and they're like, "Oh, no, you can't leave your jokes open ended. You got to have clear, concise." Listen to right, the man. Yeah. He's a professional. Okay, man, listen, I'm trying to give you a million dollars a game for nine ninety nine. If you just <laughs> hove. I did, I did 13 minutes at the Boom Boom Room. Oh, uh, we're going to get to the round. Yeah, he always brings up his one time. His killer set at the Boom Boom Room is what he goes to. Oh, that was so good. Oh, Craig was the only one laughing. I was the, I, and it, it was not a pity. It I was, think I was just the only one yeah. that got the jokes. Uh, it was good. What do you got going on? <laughs> uh, I got some shows coming up. What do you got coming up? Uh, well, tonight I'm actually going to be at the Crack Fox uh, over on Olive oh, yeah. at 9.30 for Impolite Company. Uh, monthly showcase hosted by Chris, Chris Sear. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've got some people from Kansas City on that show tonight. Uh, no, Amira Sanders, uh, some others. Matt Barnes from St. Louis will be hosting. That's going to be at nine thirty, ten dollars $10 at the Crack Fox. And then there will be karaoke after that until 3. Ooh. Right. You hang out after? So, oh, yeah. Do I hang out? What's your go-to karaoke jam? Take on me. My he man. killed it. I watched My him man. kill it uh, last take week at Southtown. It was great. Take on me. Take on me. Take me on. So, you know, you know, you're starting too high, and then you're like, giving yourself a lot of room. Don't, you don't have anywhere to go. Guys, we do this you're thing where we for a minute. We did it, guys. See, it was, sounded great. Let's wrap it. Yeah, now some of you might think that was Gladys Knight and the Pips in here. I, it wasn't. <laughs> it, was. it was. It was. Are you Gladys it Knight? Was. I wish. <laughs> I actually made a reference on our page the other day. Where it was, listen up, I'm Gladys Knight, and y'all are the Pips. But nobody got the joke except for like three people, well, which that's was good. even more that's disheartening. Insane. Man, that's, that's, which was even, that's real disrespectful. That's a good joke. <laughs> which was which that's was really disheartening. Like, nobody gets that joke? All right, we're not taking the midnight train to Georgia? Okay. Like, that's a solid flex on somebody just to that say you're Gladys Knight and they're the pips. Like, that's decent. That's I'd, true. Now, that's we had true. your buddy in here last week or two weeks ago, uh, Meredith. Ugh. Meredith what? Hoppin. Meredith Hoppin, yes. a.k.a. the she- female Gallagher. <laughs> we told you, did you watch the interview? 
fucked. Yeah, right? You just totally. forgot that yeah, one. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I watched got the that whole one thing. time. You know, I was <laughs> waiting for me. And then I go back the next day and I watch it again to uh, find the Easter eggs <laughs> about uh, Infinity War 2. We were just talking uh, about that. We were just talking about Easter eggs. We had a whole thing about Easter eggs just a little bit ago. So Not right on the t- it's the right time for it. Yeah, it is. It is. It's coming. Oh, coming yeah, it is. Time. Yeah. No, it's, I was being sarcastic. It's only January. I know. That's why. Yeah. Was, have you been to big box stores? That's how they uh-huh. do things. Yeah, like it's Easter. Cadbury season. eggs are coming up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Makes you wish you mm-hmm. time to recycle that commercial yep. a few times a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those. Yeah, we talked about. That. I'm gonna let that one breathe for a minute there. <laughs> what do you? What do you? Are you okay? Are you okay? Do you think I'm we're, okay, We're Sam? all worried about you. <laughs> right, we just care about you. We want to see you do well, kid. All right? It's so funny. I love when new people I meet get to this point <laughs> in my relationship with them where they're like, we're all worried about you. Be like, join the club. Buddy. <laughs> Everybody here is worried about me. <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, uh, speaking of karaoke, uh, <laughs> when we were, we were at Southtown Pub and you you did the uh, blindfold thing. I did. The, the Bird Box you, Challenge. The Bird Box oh. Challenge. They had that night. You, you sing blindfolded. And at one point, I'd never do that because anytime somebody wants me to be blindfolded, I just assume it's a prank and they're going to stick their nuts in my face and take a picture. Yep, but yep, Sam, yep, 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 yep. Sam Brave... That's what I did. Can uh, we do a, this? Yep. Sure, why not? That was uh, a, it was a weird karaoke. That's what I did. Yeah, and he, he ended up at one point facing the wrong direction. You were like singing yep. to the guy... That was, that was running karaoke. the karaoke. Yeah. 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 It looks like you were like freestyling with him, like challenging him. Take on me or what? No, this was Gold Digger. Kanye. Yep. I get a little too into it. Yeah, and I was turned sideways, and I just felt someone reach up and grab my leg, and I thought we were fighting, but then he's just like, hey, turn around. And I was like, okay. I actually asked to sing Gold Digger, and and Sam's like, why don't you let me take you out one? You do AHA. Are you serious? You guys had that discussion? No, but that'd be funny. That would be. Yeah, we totally had that discussion. Oh, there's these two women locked up, and they're getting ready to sing Def Leppard, and right before they picked a song, Sam goes, I don't know what they're picking, but it's going to be awful. <laughs> Were they good? No, it was terrible. Tell your joke. Tell- oh, yeah. What has seven arms and sucks? Def, Def Leppard. Leppard. Yeah. So good. <laughs> he never heard that. I <laughs> knew I knew when you said you you had a, so a Def good. Leppard joke that it was definitely going to be a drummer joke. Guy, the guy takes a lot of flack. What, what oh. was the drummer's name? Because I was talking to somebody last night. And we Keith could, Gibson. Keith Gibson? Yeah. What a forgettable name for a one-armed I know. Well, you know what? Really... I don't feel bad about the joke. For every girl I've been with, there's some been... random guy <laughs> named Keith Gibson on Facebook. Like, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> like, Gibby. Yeah, one arm. You, you have to change your name to one-armed drummer. Like, you can't just be running around here. No, that's what you are for the rest of your life. Yeah. Like, that's no, what no. they're going to call him. They call him one-armed Gib. <laughs> His friends. <laughs> I don't know what his real name is. Uh, apologies to Niles Anderson, uh, the drummer of <laughs> Def Leppard. But, uh, yeah. Great. Anything else? Yeah, Def Leppard. No, that's all my Def Leppard what material. Is, what, is, what, were you, what were you talking about with uh, is it like yeah, Missy what, Elliott in the what news? What were you talking about? Missy Elliott just got into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, the uh, Songwriters Hall of Fame. Let me work it. Now, are there other... And Tiger, you got some vi- some classical music here. Uh, I just, you know, I don't agree with it. And I'm going, admittedly, I'm going off of just like the one or two songs I've heard by her. The Songwriters Hall of Fame. Now, nah, you be it, careful it, it, with Missy now. You be the careful. thing is, yeah, she's got the beats, the dope beats. Oh, I'll agree with that. I can see eye to eye. But lyrically, I want some substance. Oh, I... Okay. Whoa! I want something... Well, uh, no, I'm just... Uh, like I said, I'm going off a very small example. But uh, here, um, this is Songwriter Hall of Fame material right here. <clears throat> I'd like to get to know you so I could show you. Put my P word on you like I told you. Give me all your numbers so I can phone you. Your girl acting stank? 
Then call me over. Not on the bed. Lay me on your sofa. Call me before you come. I need to shave. And this is the, the, the one that got me thinking, come on, really, Hall of Fame? I need to save my chocha. Is <laughs> that's that's how it's yeah. spelled. Yeah, I, think. I think it's chacha, but yeah. So you do or you don't, or you will, or you or won't you go downtown and eat it like a vulture? <laughs> I never listened. To I never got. Yeah, I, that's. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and pass. So uh, is the phone just ringing in here? Oh, that's our guy. That's <laughs> He's awesome. calling in. Is it? This is the kind of beat that go ra ta ta ra ta 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 ta. Sex me so good, I say blah blah blah. Work it, I need a glass of water. Boy, oh boy, it's good to know you. So your issue is that she wasn't inducted five years ago. That's your. Because <laughs> that's, that's I thought that was pretty solid lyric. A one songwriter, if you, especially if you put it. I in want the some scope. more metaphor, not just like eat it like a vulture. Whoa, Come on, I mean, you listen. You're like you look like one of those uh, soccer moms. On YouTube, that posts those videos about the rap songs. It's like 17 minutes long, and she's just angry, but she's reading all the lyrics, and like she never edits the video, so she yells at her kids for five minutes and jumps right back into it. And that's what you <laughs> give Missy Elliott her due first and foremost. I'll give her dues where they where they belong, and that's the beats. Well, Seth, and, and, no, it's not that I don't like the lyrics, but like whenever I think Hall of Fame, I'm thinking like. Uh, you're gonna give me the ish, but like Robert Smith, Kurt Cobain, and I'm not just because they're my favorites, but I, I get their, it. their their lyrics are just so the right and poetry. Well, I mean, yeah. so more, I like po- like something more poetic. Eat it like a vulture should really shave my chocha should really hit home <laughs> with a- you because I'm sure most of the girls that you do that with you immediately have to puke up. All uh, right, um, you, you use it as a defense. guys. I'm gonna pivot here real quick. Oh, yeah, let's yeah. Uh, uh, I'm gonna pivot here real quick because we do have. We do have a, uh, a big event coming up. We've talked about from shock to awe at length. We got some tickets for sale still. Sam, I hope you come out Wednesday the twenty third. If you're not, uh, if you're too. not gigging, we hope you come out and check this movie out. <laughs> but on the Tower Classic Tattooing and Parlor STL phone lines, we have our man Matt Call joining the show. Matt, what's happening, my brother? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? We're doing great, man. Good to hear from you. Yeah, man, it's good to be on. We got a uh, we got a little premiere, little St. Louis premiere from Shock to Awe next Wednesday, and uh, just kind of want to give people a little bit of taste. Uh, we've had you on the show before, back in August, I believe it was, um, and that was right when you guys were kind of wrapping everything up and uh, getting ready to to go do the the world premiere. Um, so for for our guests that are going that don't necessarily uh, know much about uh, you know plant medicines and entheogens and uh, you know we're trying to get as many veterans and first responders and people that suffer from PTSD and depression and anxiety and addiction we're trying to get a, a, a cacophony of people that maybe don't really know that psychedelics can be used as a medicine in a controlled setting we want to give them a little taste of of what you experience can you can you tell us a little bit about your experience. Um, well, yeah, uh, I started uh, down this journey honestly when I when I tried cannabis instead of pharmaceuticals back in 2013. Um, I was on a ton of pharmaceuticals, like a lot of veterans are, and um, I tried to get off them with the help of cannabis. And of course, cannabis is really just the tip of the spear when it comes to plant medicines. There's so many other Schedule One medicines that help human health, especially mental health, and um, I started exploring things like ayahuasca and uh, peyote, iboga, mushrooms, and MDMA. Um, all of these were recorded in this movie, um, From Shock to Awe. 
not not every different um, plant medicine experience, but uh, um, some of them were um, the ayahuasca and MDMA, and of course cannabis. Um, and uh, yeah, like you mentioned, we released that on November twelfth of last year, and um, it was released in twenty five cities nationwide and, and 10, 10 locations sold out. So, and it was received uh, very well. There was um, an award at uh, Illuminate Phil Festival in Sedona, Arizona for um, it's the Mangarama Conscious Film Award. And then at the New York uh, Psychedelic Film and Music Festival, it won Best Documentary. Beautiful. So it seems like the reception has been very good. Um, and I have high hopes. I'm, I'm really glad you guys are screening it there in St. Louis. Oh, yeah, we're going to have a good old time at the Tivoli, hopefully fill that thing up and try to uh, create some. You know, in my head, I have this thought that we're going to fill it with first responders and veterans, and then they're going to become teachers and kind of uh, put the word out there that, you know, we can we can end the stigma. Have you seen that at all, like with, uh, you know, any veteran friends or any first responder friends where they have maybe partaken in some of these ceremonies and it drastically changes their outlook on life? Absolutely. Um, it seems like these substances really truly are life-changing, uh, transformative experiences for a lot of people, not just veterans. Uh, everybody has trauma. Um, it's just a matter of whether it causes some kind of dysfunction in your life or not. Um, but everybody has some kind of untreated trauma. There's a lot of people who are trying to medicate that trauma into oblivion who get addicted to things like heroin and end up overdosing and truthfully addiction is just suicide on an installment plan um so it's really the the exact same problem and we're losing 121 individuals a day in society to suicide uh 22 of which are veterans and we lose 198 people a day to overdose so that's like 320 people a day who are dying because of untreated trauma alone um, but, yeah, it seems to completely transform people's lives when they uh, choose to undertake these experiences. And I've seen it a lot in veterans. And uh, it's, kind of, it's kind of amazing how many people come out of the woodwork. Like, I've, I, I'm out there. I'm, I'm talking about my own experiences. And people just come up to me and say, you know, I've, I've never really been able to tell anybody about this. But I've tried psychedelics, too, and they have changed my life for the better. Have you seen the the stigma come down at all, uh, you know, over the last few years? Because, you know, <clears throat> we kind of see it here that, you know, obviously cannabis is now legalized. But, you know, we're seeing Denver for psilocybin. Oregon's doing big things. Uh, in Colorado, have you kind of seen the uh, the stigma go down or do you still feel like it's there as and, and big as ever? Uh, I think there's definitely a stigma still, but I definitely think that the – Stigma is changing and shifting, and I don't think it's nearly as, as big of an issue as it used to be. Um, it, the Denver for Psilocybin uh, movement, um, we actually um, submitted signatures, over 9,000 signatures. We only needed 5,000, um, but we got some extra. Um, submitted 9,000 signatures uh, just a few weeks ago, and um, uh, they did some preliminary polls, and they were actually calling people at home on a landline. And, and, I mean, how many people have landlines today? Right. I mean, not very many people. It's, it's pretty much a bunch of old people. And to our surprise, uh, over 40% of the respondents 
thought that it was a good idea to decriminalize psilocybin. So, um, and that's, we, we haven't even done any kind of like voter education or anything like that yet. So that's pretty good numbers right off the bat. That's awesome. We we had we actually had Kevin from uh, Decrem Denver on here, and from from what I understand, this is a this is just a movement to just decriminalize the possession and maybe cult. You know, if you get caught with psilocybin mushrooms, you're not a criminal. Is, is that am I understanding that right? It's not necessarily like a legal legalization effort or a a way to open a dispensary to dispense this medicine. It's just more. Hey, if you're in possession of it, you're we're not going to throw you in a cage. Am I am I correct in assuming that? Yeah, that's totally correct. Um, all it does is remove law enforcement's ability to be able to prosecute these crimes by limiting their budgets for it, and it also obviates the individual from being subject to prosecution for, um, as a result of possessing uh, psilocybin mushrooms or cultivating them. It actually allows personal cultivation, too. That's awesome. <clears throat> I want to talk a little bit more about uh, From Shock to Awe. January 23rd, coming to the uh, Tivoli, uh, Wednesday, January 23rd. Um, now, there's a scene in the trailer where it's like it's like night vision, and you can tell you guys are having quite the experience out there. Uh, can you kind of describe <laughs> describe you know what some of the ceremonies were like? What you know, kind of take us through that a little bit without uh, giving away too much. Yeah, sure. Um, honestly, uh, in, in in a lot of ways, um, it glosses over some of the specifics of the ceremonies um, because the important message is what happens in our lives over the course of a couple of years as a result of these ceremonies. Um, so a lot of the specifics are left out, but um, absolutely. The very first ceremony I went into, you know, I didn't really know what to expect. Um, I had never done ayahuasca before. Uh, this is completely outside the box. And um, uh, I just, uh, I showed up and I, I, um, I went for it, um, 100%. I, I ended up taking uh, four cups that very first night, and um, even after the fourth cup, I was just kind of sitting there squirming a little bit, and I didn't feel much effect from it or anything, just like a little bit of uncomfortability. And, um, you know, I just like my, my stomach felt a little bit uncomfortable, and I just kept shifting my position, and, you know, I kept having like these strange, uh, you know, um, looks come over my face as I'm like trying to choke it back down. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, eventually yep. he, he came by and um, he uh, shook some palm fronds that had been sprinkled with holy water. The ayahuasca or some. Uh, yeah, and uh, he um, he that there was something about the sound and the sensation of the holy water touching my head that caused me. It just it it all came up, and I grabbed the bucket and I I puked extremely heartily, <laughs> and um, it felt like years and years and years of hate and rage and and um, just ugliness uh, came up and deposited itself in the bottom of that bucket, and I just kind of sat there like a wet rag afterwards, just limp, and I uh, had my head resting on the rim of the bowl or the rim of the, the bucket, and I could see the light of the fire through the bucket. And it was just this this black goo down there that had come out of my body, all this stuff. And uh, it looked to me at that moment like it was like a, a demon or something, and it was like angry and ugly and and uh, hateful. And, 
And I realized that I had put that demon inside myself. I'm the one that did that. I took this thing and I put it, I buried it deep down inside myself. And, um, you know, that it had been struggling with me in an attempt to get out. And I'm desperately trying to hold on to this thing. And I, I had to ask, you know, why? Why are you trying to hold on to this thing? Why are you trying to, to stuff it down? Why are you trying to lock it away? Uh, all it's doing is hurting you. And um, I realized that I hadn't just done that to myself, but I had actually I'd done that to the, the demon, too. I had wronged that demon. And wow. wow. I, had to, I had to apologize not just to myself, but I had to apologize to the demon, too, for doing that to it, for imprisoning it and causing it to fight me. And um, I asked it. I said, uh, can you forgive me? And it just said, forgive yourself. And I stood up then, and I, I said, is it, is it really that easy? And it said, yes, just let go. And I said, okay. And truly, after that, I really did start to let all of the, the baggage and the burdens that I'd carried around for years and years and years, I started to let those things go. And it didn't happen overnight, but it did happen over the course of many months. And I'm, I'm no longer the same person I used to be. I'm completely different. I look at that person in the movie, and I almost don't even recognize him. I was like, wow, um, who the hell is that? And it, it's almost like all of that stuff happened to someone else, like in a, in a, a different reality somewhere else. And, uh, and, and it, I'm, I'm so different now that I can only really imagine what it was like back then. Even though the memories are so fresh, it seems like a dream. Man, I, you know, when you hear somebody else kind of try to put the, the experience into words, um, it, you know, it, there's some recall there with my own personal experiences with it. And I actually found myself envying everybody in the room that I participated in ceremony with because they all spoke about this purge afterwards. I've, I've had two experiences with it, and my purge doesn't come out that way. Mine goes out the exit door. And everybody was talking yeah. about <laughs> and everybody was talking about how it felt like how it felt like, you know, um, they were literally purging demons. They were throwing up demons. And and even, you know, so many of them said it was almost like their uvula was a clitoris. It was almost orgasmic for them to <laughs> to to yeah. to throw up like that. And I'm Yours like, isn't? and I'm like, <laughs> and I, you know, and so I found myself envying people that were having like really rough goes and vomiting and everything. I'm like, who? who I love the purge. Yeah, man. No, yeah it's man. it's very interesting how those purges come. Matt, we don't have a ton of time. We just wanted to uh, to bring you on to to really get some excitement going. We've got about uh, well, about three quarters of the room filled. We're trying to get as many veterans and and we're trying to show. Them them, guys like you, uh, who were you know two hardened combat veterans who who saw it all, who've done some really hard things in the in the name of the Call of Duty, and um, and and see how these different substances have helped uh, you know increase happiness in your life and and change your change your life for the better. We appreciate you coming on, man. I could talk to you about this for hours. I hope we get to meet soon. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Do you want to leave our fans with anything? You got anything else coming up? I think I saw you guys have you have maybe like a show coming up. I don't know if I'm speaking out of turn, but like a cannabis uh, show. Am I right? I saw something on yeah. Facebook. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I uh, was approached by the Veterans Channel um, to be a host for their 1620 medical cannabis docuseries, which, you know, as, as I, I'm sure some people know out there, but not everyone, uh, 1620 is 420 in military time. Um, so uh, it is 
the uh, chronicle of how people heal in various different locations. So far, we've been to Colorado, and we've been to Oregon, and I recently went out to Pittsburgh to talk to some people out there, veterans from all walks of life, just asking the basic question, how do you heal? And, um, and seeing what comes out. We've found people everywhere from uh, uh, paragliding or uh, parasailing and um, uh, uh, rock climbing, whitewater rafting, surfing, skiing, snowboarding, uh, skydiving. Uh, there, you got to find something that fills up your life afterwards, after the trauma of war. And um, it's different for everyone. Everyone has a different combination of medicines that they use. And the fact is, is life is the best medicine. Um, all of the plant medicines, they help. But life is the best medicine. And the great thing about life is you can always increase the dose. Man, we appreciate you so much coming on. Thanks for putting things in perspective. Thanks for coming home, and thanks for making it a better place with your story, man. You're going to help us remove the stigma and, and uh, I think, change the world, make it a better place. We, uh, we appreciate you taking some time out of your day, brother. That's what I hope for. I, I, I thank you for having me on. You got it, right. buddy. Thanks, Matt. Matt Call. Woo! That was a off. heck of a story right there. He's my boy. guy. I'm so excited about Woo! this about this event, guys. Uh, get your tickets. They're still available. Tug.com, T-U-G-G.com. Go to the Hoosier Sophisticate page on Facebook. There's a uh, link to buy tickets. Uh, there are some that we have um, to donate to some veterans, first responders, people that are depressed. I, I saw a guy yesterday that was just... Somebody posted a meme about uh, a, a, a depression scale, 1 to 10, and this guy's like, I'm a 13. And I'm like, I've got a ticket for you if you're in the St. Louis yeah. area. I want you to come out. So if, if you're that person, if you're trapped in your head and your thoughts in a, in a nightmarish reality, come spend a Wednesday with us. We'll have a good time. Have a little popcorn. Check this thing out. Have a little popcorn. Have a little popcorn. Come on out to the Tivoli Theater January 23rd. We should do ayahuasca commercials like they do pharmaceutical commercials. You know, like pharmaceutical Side effects may include an incredibly unbelievable <laughs> magical first, life. And then the demon comes out. The demon's like, I recommend it. <laughs> I mean, he set me free. What a thought. You always think the demon is is bad and trying to hold on to you. Yep. When you flip it to say, oh, no, the demon's just playing its role. It wants to be away from you as much as you want it away from it. You've been imprisoning the demon. Oh, my God. I'm just going to change my stream and pick on the fly building on that. Guys, let's jump to a quick break. Can't, can't we'll come back with uh, Sam Lyons. Tell some jokes. Tell some yeah. jokes, jokey joke, man. <laughs> uh, no, oh, we boy. got we got Sam on the other side of the break. This is Hoosier's Fiskin on WGNU, 920 a.m. We'll catch you on the other side. Love you. There are a few things I miss more about being a kid than hitting up the arcade with a sack of quarters. Now enjoy that same experience as an adult, but with the full bar at Parlor STL in the Grove. A classic neighborhood bar and arcade featuring 14 of your favorite old-school arcade games, plus pinball, skee-ball, and pool. Stay fly and step out back for some fried chicken from the Nug Shack. Games, food, an insane cocktail menu, and a dynamic patio. This place has everything. Parlor located at 4170 Manchester in the Grove. Plan your next event or party at Parlor. Visit ParlorSTL.com. Have you ever been pressed for time, rushing to get to that very important meeting with the big guys, or trying to beat that grace period at work, and finding somewhere to park is nearly impossible? You finally find a parking spot in front of the parking meter, and you realize that you didn't bring any change. You happen to look over and see a homeless man sitting on the sidewalk, and for a half second, we immediately assume that the homeless person wants something from us. 
We snap back to reality as we check all our pockets for change because we don't want to get a parking ticket. Coincidentally, we look over and see the homeless man handing us the exact change we need for the parking meter. My new album, View From The Inside Out, was created to encourage listeners to not judge a book by its cover because sometimes it's the person that we least expect that will be the one that gives us exactly what we need when we need it. View From The Inside Out drops March 19 everywhere. And remember, integrity matters the most when you're by yourself. Thanks for listening. This is Integrity. Follow me everywhere at Integrity Music. Listen, insurance is not something you want to gamble on. Now, what my associate's trying to say is that uh, James Carlton State Farm is really cool. You're not even going to believe it. Like, uh, let's say you're driving along on the road with your family, and you're driving along, la la, patch of ice, uh, can't quite stop, boom, you bump into the guy next to you. James Carlton's got somebody out there ready to take care of you 24-7. You call him at 314-961-4800. Here's what happens with the other guy's insurance. You're driving along, kids are in the backseat. Daddy, I gotta go to the bathroom. Not now, damn it. Ice. You can't stop. Here comes the adjuster. Adjuster gets out, he says, oh my god. New guy's in the corner puking his guts out. All because you want to save a couple extra pennies. To me, it just doesn't make much sense. Guys, check out carltoninsurance.net, 314-961-4800. If your insurance is costing you a leg and an arm, call James Carlton, State Farm. Lifetime Roofing, where are you at? Lifetime Roofing, where are you at? Okay, a lot of people have come out and tried to talk game on Lifetime Roofing. Well, guess what? It's time for a little clap back. Let's get it, though. Lifetime Roofing now. If you just Google now. Lifetime Roofing, why? If you Google it, Lifetime Roofing is just the truth. It's the truth? I got the proof? Let them roofing and doofing and doogie doogie doo. And you just Google goo. And you just Google goo. And it's a lifetime roofing and it's just a proof proof. Lifetime roofing and doofing and just a Google it. Lifetime roofing and goofing, I just go Google it. But seriously, Google lifetime roofing and renovation. They're excellent. Hoosier Sophisticate with Craig Kohler and Stephen Elgin. He's convicted LSD kingpin to best-selling author Seth Ferranti. I was in prison. I was really writing for my peers. You know, I wasn't writing for the street. I was with, like, Italian mafia dudes. I was with, like, Colombian cocaine cartel dudes. And, you know, all those dudes, there were books about that, guys. But yeah. a lot of the African-American gangsters, gangster rap was really big in this time, mid-90s. Oh, yeah. You just heard their names, and everybody was talking about them. And, you know, I'm on these compounds, and there's these myths and legends. So that's why I decided to write about them. Hoosier Sophisticate, Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. on WGNU. Hi, I found a toy dinosaur over on the playground by Smith Street. Uh, it had this phone number on it, and, well, I just wanted to make sure the dinosaur made it back to its little owner. When I found the little sippy cup, I just had to give you a call. It's for a kid, you know? I know my son gets super attached to the smallest things, even a fire truck, and I'd be happy to drop it off. We'd do anything for kids, yet one in six children in the U.S. struggle with hunger. 
Help end childhood hunger near you. Learn how at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. The government thinks three letters are bad. So bad, in fact, we won't even mention them. They even think that we've been waiting on them to tell us what works and what doesn't. Fine, we'll play your game. Look, friends, our fans have given us countless anecdotal testimonies of how Missouri Medical Cannabis Company's hemp oil is helping them and their pets. Now, we wouldn't be so forward as to say this oil that has been used for a couple thousand years for a smorgasbord of ailments and applications has any positive effect on your health or well-being. But we will tell you, it's a neat oil to have around the house. We personally think it makes your pet's food taste better. And if your pet's food tastes better, they're going to be happier and generally more playful. Come think of it, it probably makes your food taste better. May as well see if it makes you happier and more playful. Life's too short to worry about what a group of unelected bureaucrats think about you or your habits. Go to MoMedCanCo.com and try out this delicious oil. It might make things better. And by might, I mean it probably will, but we aren't crazy enough to say that. If you just want to taste it and try it out, enter HOSO at checkout, and you're going to get 15% off everything site-wide. Just a reminder, this hemp oil was rumored to have all kinds of benefits before Mitch McConnell saved us from something we didn't need saved from. Thanks, Mitch. MoMedCanCo.com. 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 Technology has evolved so quickly that the people running capitalism from the top no longer understand the tools that are necessary for it. They have to pay guys with ponytails and and piercings to turn on the machines every morning. And that must be very terrifying to them. Hoosier Sophisticate on WGNU with your hosts, Greg Kohler and Stephen Elgin. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Hoosier Sophisticate, the second hour brought to you by Lifetime Roofing. Guys, check out LifetimeSTL.com. They're the best. Just Google them. Google them. If you need a roof done, if you need any exterior work done, they're going to take care of you. They're as good as they come in the game. They're constantly giving back. We had we had uh, Rachel in here earlier. We were able to – the GoFundMe's up to like $1,890. We've done that in less than a day and a half. Guys, uh, Lifetime Roofing was a, was a big sponsor of that because that's who they are. They, they, they Everything that they do, they do it to make the community better. They give you top-notch customer service. You might If you see a little spot, there's a lot of snow. That snow's melting away. You might see a spot on your roof or your ceiling. Give them a call. Listen, they They'll come this, out and check it out. They got this awesome thing called the E360. They come out. They take eight pictures of your house, each corner and each side, and they can give you a 3D rendering of exactly what your house would look like with hardy board siding, with uh, light blue siding, with brick. You know uh, what color your roof tiles? Black, brown, sage, magenta. I Keep going. Yeah. Any no, of fuchsia. Yeah. Um, but you know that's a pretty awesome deal. So if you ever think about sprucing up the old. Pimpin' Palace, give old lifetime. Don't look at me like that, Sam. When I was I looking away from you. I know. Three one four eight zero 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 four two six. Give them a call, Google. guys. They will come out and uh, do an estimate for free for you. Ooh. Former insurance adjusters. They know how to speak the language. You might get it. You might get a roof fixed for free. It might qualify under insurance. They know the game. They work hand-in-hand with our first-hour sponsor, James Carlton State Farm. Yep. They're going to make sure you're taken care of. Check out LifetimeSTL.com. They make the second hour possible. Seth, we got our friend Sam Lyons here. Yes. Sunny, Sunny H. That's real quick. Every, evening, everyone. Caught the last half of that guest you just had on. That was an intense story. Thank you so much for sharing, Sunny. 
You got it. We got That's you. We, do. we got you. That's the idea. Is let's, we're going to remove the stigma. Let's tell some real stories that are changing some people's lives. Seth, you're not a very busy man uh, throughout the week, <laughs> and you spend a lot of time combing Enough, the interwebs uh, for what is hot and what's really getting people's dander up. Uh, what's going on in the world today? And let's talk about it with our friend Sam Lyons. We will talk about it, but uh, we should probably mention that one of these stories was sent to me by Steven, so he's also been combing the internet. Uh, I think we're going to get started with uh, your friend Rand Paul. Actually, and if uh, Sam, if I can see that paper there in front of you, he's a traitor. He's a traitor. He's going to Canada to get his medical work done. I don't like it, Seth. Senator Iran Paul's announcement that he will be traveling to Canada for hernia surgery is one that should be taught in journalism classes of how not to cover a story. You may have heard that Paul is in need of surgery after being physically attacked at his home in 2017 by a neighbor. The senator ended up in the hospital for weeks. No, that's not the number four. It just says four weeks. The neighbor was charged with assault and sentenced to 30 days in prison. All right, Craig. So um, a lot of people have been attacking a lot of the media, uh, saying that this is hypocritical. Yeah, because uh, obviously he's... He's a, he's a libertarian, but he's, he's a well, he's a Republican on paper. Uh, but he, he definitely heads the Libertarian Caucus for sure. Yeah, this story and all, well, not this story, but all the uh, the coverage has left out some pretty important details. Very important details. Um, so the idea is is that you know obviously Rand is uh, pretty pretty heavily uh, against uh, government taking over health care. Um, as am I, and I think that there's better ways to do it. He he likes a, a more of a, a market. Um, Per, I don't know who that is. Okay, maybe we'll uh, we'll get to we'll get to that phone call here in just a second. Hang on the lines there. We'll Ram? jump to you. I don't know who that is, but we have we don't get random callers often, so we'll jump to you. But the <laughs> idea is, uh, you know, he's he's more for market based ideas, uh, opening up the free market. And everyone's like, well, you're going to a country with socialized medicine to get your hernia surgery done. Well, yeah, that's true. Except the clinic that he's going to is not covered underneath their socialized program. They happen to be the most um, talented, gifted uh, center to handle this and uh oh my goodness i know who that is okay all right we'll get to you monty monty shram a little bit more a music here i can just barely hear that so. uh, perfect no it sounds like it sounds like an accident it's plenty good uh but but the idea is is he's actually taking his money he's he's paying money to have the best person in the world do the surgery i don't see that there's any uh amount of hypocrisy attached to this uh if i had the money and I needed to be fixed. I want to go see the best person that can do it. I think that's the that's the idea. People have to travel for medical procedures. Sometimes they'll go to Canada. They'll go to you know see specialists in London. It doesn't matter. But a lot of times, you know, they'll have to pay out of sure. pay out of pocket. Pay cash. So this is happened. so this is absolutely not hypocritical one bit. It has really so. nothing to do with this platform. Hey, America has the best doctors in the world. So get it right, Rand. You mean the one that haven't been um, being taught the endo cannabinoid yeah, system? I'm doing a shtick here. Um, and then I'm more worried about. His whole situation where he got attacked um, in his home in 2017 by a neighbor ended up in the hospital. A neighbor was charged with assault and sentenced to 30 days in prison. Yeah. Ran. You got 30 days to not worry about that knucklehead? You know what I mean? You got to put him in the dirt. I'm he sorry. Got, I didn't know that. He got 30 days yeah, for 30 assault? 30 days? Get him out of here he had forever. A, I mean, I'm not watching my back. I'm not one of those guys who's watching my back. I'm a peaceful well, and, guy. And Rand was just mowing his lawn. I don't ever want to watch my back ever. You come at me and you tell me that I better watch my back? Huge You're mistake. the one who needs to be watching your back because I have to take you out. I have to. No, Steve, that's going on record right now. Whoever threatens me, you got things to worry about worse than me, but it's me that you have to worry about. 
I, I don't even know. If you're that was making right. a huge mistake. Just always watch your back. Always assume you should. No, I'm pretty Sam nice. literally Tr- told you he was going to end you. Like, I've trust no one. Like eight yeah, times in the past 10 minutes, I've told you I will finish you. So that's, that's true. Exactly. You got any thoughts on it, Sam? You got any thoughts on, on somebody traveling to get uh, health care? I, I don't know, man. I mean, they still don't have clean water in Flint. So, I mean, he, like, he's paying his own money. He wants to get the best person that he thinks is right for his body. Like, that's his. His body, choice. his choice. Yeah, it's not, yeah, it's, yeah, like 100%. Like, it's not like he's taking advantage of free health care. Hundred percent, though. Yeah, every time we say it, oh, 100%. oh, nice. We say it all the time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep it. Just keep your hand. Right. <laughs> you, you, you bring up a great point about Flint. We we talked about uh, the, these people crowdfunding the wall. Like, hey, I want to crowdfund some water in Flint. Now, with that being said, they have earmarked hundreds of millions of dollars to do that. I don't know what's the holdup. We need to get that under control, guys. Do you mind if we? Uh, I, we don't get random callers. You mind yeah, if we jump to the it. phone lines here? Real we quick? can jump real quick. Yeah, I think I'm going to go out on the line here. I want to definitely get this Gillette ad in. Though. I'm going to yeah, go out. Do. I'm going to go out on a limb here, Monty. We got you a few minutes. I'm going to guess this is Monty Shram. What's up, Monty? Well, Craig, what's up, man? <laughs> How did you find me? I left a long time ago. <laughs> I, I've been out running you forever, brother. No, what's going on, dude? How you doing, brother, man? I've been trying to outrun you. Uh, well. I'm not, fast. not hard. Oh, I'm greasy fast. Do you, you still find yourself down in the yeah, uh, yeah. in the Ozarks? No, I'm back up in Nebraska. Oh, you're tuning in from oh, the- hey guys. Check another state off yeah, the list. Yeah, we, we three are, now. We are there, there. You go, guys. There well, you go. Thanks for tuning in. What did you think hey. about our? Did you hear our interview before the break with Matt Call? I caught the very last bit of it. Oh, Loved it. Um, I do have, I mean, um, how do I want to say this? I'm new to listening to y'all. Okay. So I'm not sure where you all are at. We're in St. Louis. Well, no, as in... Um, <laughs> We're everywhere, Mitch. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Your, your, your views and everything. Um, I'm trying to figure this all out. Okay. Where, where, where you were at, Craig, um, I've always, excuse my language. That's all right. We dumped you. <clears throat> um, but I love this guy. I, first of all, I can't believe, number one, you, of all people, are on the air. Well, I know. I, I pick up a lot of strays there, buddy. He does. Steve picks up strays. I don't know how I ended up here. Monty, we got just a couple minutes before they dump us off the air here. Let us know. Uh, let us know what's on your mind, man. We so appreciate you tuning in. Well, no, I just want to say um, the little bit I've been able to catch of y'all has been enlightening. Cool, man. Thanks and for saying. Basically, that. that's it. Yeah, buddy. Um, well, Monty, my man, calling in from Nebraska. I, right. I appreciate that, that's brother. Right. I, well, I hope that uh, a couple of Hoosiers like us can can drop a little bit of uh, enlightenment on our on our fans out there. It always makes us feel good uh, when a when a, a random calls in on the Tower Classic Tattooing phone lines. I guess. I mean, it always calls it. Hey, Monty, <laughs> we appreciate you. I'm not trying to be rude. I'm up against it on the time. I love you, brother. Thanks for calling in. Thanks for following along. And and jump on the Hoosiers Sophisticate uh, page and the Sophisticated Hoosiers page and follow along. We do this every week, believe it or not. We do. Yep, I will. I'll, I'll follow along. And go enjoy Monty, some of that pedal call. It all out. <laughs> all right, buddy. We love you. Thanks Sweet for calling it a call. Ramalama ding dong. Eat, dude. We're enlightening. Is that what he said? 
I don't know. It took him a minute to get there. <laughs> Gillette ads. The best uh, a man can get. I like that guy. So everybody here has seen money. the Gillette. Good dude. Everybody here has seen the Gillette ad, right? I Sam, have you seen this? I've not seen the Gillette no, But you I've heard about it. everybody talk about the Gillette ad. Some people were outraged. Yeah, there's no I, I watched it, and it, the way it was described to me, I was like, oh, this is really this is going to piss me off. I watched it. I was like, I don't think that's a huge deal. Uh, it wasn't. Steve, Steve, what were your th- – I, I, well, I'm – I am so – I don't think they took it that far. I am so baffled by the whole toxic masculinity, toxic femininity, and the whole we're obsessed with other people's junk. And I feel like it. it it's a very small part of the – the population, which doesn't make it like I'm not trying to say it doesn't matter, but I'm saying you know if we got people without water in Flint. Like let's start moving through some of these problems. That that's for you, Sam. Um, <laughs> but we're we're starting to move so, through some of these bigger problems that we're focusing on these little things. And I don't think there's ever a problem with someone asking you to be better. Like I do <laughs> think we come from a generation of uh, we just missed like the Burt Reynolds like real manly man generation like you know that's what a hairy you're hairy and big and you're a man okay and women want to be with you and men want to be in you okay and so it's like uh now that's right, that's right. i don't <laughs> and then in the 80s and the 90s it was kind of like the big buff guy you know like ripped huge rippling muscles and that's what you saw. yeah that's what you saw like John on Claude the grind. Van Damme. those yeah. guys were like in little more like john claude gosh darn <laughs> Thank you, but like where you do forty percent, where you had big guys, you had big guys, and now we're kind of getting to this, you know, like a hipster. You know, he's like, hey, we're no, a hot guy. You know, like everyone's kind of worried about that. I don't think we're getting softer, harder, anything. I think it's just a matter of time of just different styles happening. I don't see any problem with the ad at all. I, I agree. But I don't like the word. Uh, I don't like the way masculinity or masculine. It's been it's been like demonized, and now it's like, oh, that's just some Bruno that's going to bully people and he disrespects women. That's what masculinity is. Masculinity means you're a, a grown man who's emotionally centered. You're, you're you're focused. You have you know leadership qualities. You go after things. You march to the beat of your own drum. And it, along with that, you can love and respect somebody and understand that doesn't make you a wuss. So that's you know they confuse these terms, and and it's. Yeah, or like nobody, <laughs> like no, like no, nobody with reason is like villainizing or vilifying like masculinity in of itself. It's that you have to have the toxic in front of it because it's where like it's fine to have those masculine qualities to be be tough and firm and yeah. but like there's this uh, culture. It might be getting smaller, but it's still there. Where some men feel like they have to do that above everything. Like that above everything else is what defines them as a man. And that's where the toxic nature of it comes in. That's where it becomes a problem. You see, the thing is, like, you look at, I think a lot of it, before I lost my train of thought, is like when you were talking about the, the hipster man bun, skinny jeans. It, yeah. it, those guys will look at somebody who's like, I like MMA and I drink whiskey and I, I'm a big guy, I work out. And like, they look at them, they're intimidated, so they label them as a bully. Ah, it's like, well, I don't, I don't want. I, I don't that, know. that might be an over. A lot of those guys have bullied me, so oh, I don't. Oh, I don't oh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Craig's, Craig's forty-five seconds on the Gillette ad. Okay, here's the deal. Gillette is a brilliant market. Had a brilliant marketing team, uh, and what they did was they realized that they sell half the razors to women. Okay, uh, or I believe probably so. Okay, so they're selling. Ton- they're not just selling razors to men. Um, I don't think that it's going to move if, if people decide to leave Gillette to go to Schick or well, Bic. Or whatever, less, they're think. probably going to bring some more people into the fold. Um, uh, Dollar Shave Club's probably going to see a, a, a spike in sales. So it's probably, it, guess what? We're all talking about it. It's been viewed 13 million times over the last few days. Okay? 
Gillette uh, definitely caught your attention. Here's my question. When we start talking about toxic masculinity, uh, is selling a pink razor for twice the price of a blue razor, is that toxic masculinity? Is that a sign of the patriarchal society that we live in? Because I feel like we can look at it. Are, are they being altruistic or are they just marketing to people? They're just marketing, just marketing to people. Marketing. It's not that big of a deal. If it wakes somebody up and says, ah, maybe I shouldn't know, slap old Sally, the, the secretary on the bum on the way out. Of the, okay, I get it. Yeah, let's, let's shut all that down. Got it. Um, but guess what? A lot of the people that they're marketing to, a lot of the guys that are going to buy into this ad, they got they haven't shaved in five years and they wear flannels. <laughs> guess what? They're going to bring a bunch of these guys back into the fold. They're going to start shaving them faces back up again. I think it was fine. Whatever you're bringing up, to- I, guess what? I don't think I participate too much in toxic masculinity except for all of our girl followers on the page are called broads and yeah. women are categorically unfunny. And that's those those are the only two <laughs> oh those are the only two toxic masculine things that I have to say. And listen, uh, we've run it. Men have run it. Except for who, Meredith. Who course. run the world? Beyonce said <laughs> Friend not of the men. show. So you're wrong. Uh, no, I, I, it's fine, guys. Quit, quit finding reasons to get upset over stuff. Uh, I do think that there's a bigger argument to be said is was it altruism or was it actually just a marketing ploy? It's a marketing ploy. It'll be viewed 25 million times by the time it airs at the Super Bowl. It's all good, man. Just I move feel on. Like, I feel like we're on a train just speeding towards a singularity. And then we got all these things like, uh, you know, bathrooms and uh, the Gillette ad. And you got all these morons going, I'm getting off here because they're like, I'm stuck on this. But you have a lot of good portion on, of the population staying on this train that is churning towards the future of good things, of like the movie we're bringing, of medicinal cannabis, of there's all this information out there now, so you can make a logical, educated decision better than ever now if you really want to. So let some of the people get off the train. They'll catch the next one. Let's do it, Sam. This is real radio. Stop, just yes. stop letting so many external inputs change who you are and what makes you happy. Happiness is a choice, man. You get to decide whether or not you're mad at a commercial. I had to seek that commercial out. I've been a cord cutter for six years. I had to go find that commercial. It would have never came across my desk. It's you know genius I mean? it's marketing. Not, yeah, I mean, they're getting people talking about it. We're talking about Gillette. It's at the front of your mind whenever you go to buy razors. I bought Bix. <laughs> In your face. Hi, Sam. I'm sorry. I didn't see you there. I was too busy. <laughs> out the Sam, will you let all of our that, fans man, know oh <laughs> what you got going on? Yeah, I got shows coming up uh, tonight. The Crack Fox in St. Louis at 930 for Implied Company uh, with Chris Sear. That will be a $10 show. We've got some great comics from Kansas City on. Uh, Sunday, I'll be at Foam for Yale Hollander's Coffee Break. That's going to be – sorry, I'll be at Monocle for Yale Hollander's Coffee Break uh, at 7 p.m. That's this Sunday uh, with Meredith Hopping. And John Vinagoni, and that's hosted by Yo Hollander. And then on the 31st, I am at the Way Out Club for Mystic Creek, uh, and that is with Michaela Moore and Rebecca Carney, and those are going to be great shows, and I'd love to see people at them. Everybody, go out and see Sam Lyons. Check, you know, support your local comedy scene. Yeah, I think it's so cool that you guys are bound. You've, you've named probably six or seven different venues over yep. the course of the show that's that's showing comedy. I think that's super neat. The there's Monocle great, is a really neat yeah, little venue. There's great independent shows uh, every night of the week. Go to stlouiscomedy.com. We keep a uh, list of all the open mics, all the independent showcases, everything going on, uh, what's going on at the clubs. Uh, you can follow me. I'm on uh, social media, Twitter and Instagram, at Wu-Tang Sammy. That's with a Y, not an IE. Don't call me Sammy with an IE. Uh, uh, Snapchat at Snappy Fingers. Uh, Cash App is also Wu Tang Sammy. If anybody wants to send me anything, <laughs> I throw it out there, baby. You never well, know. I'll give you a call. Gift. I got, we I got, got people in Nebraska listening. There we go, man. We got people in Nebraska reality. My man, uh, you doing anything Wednesday next week? Uh, I think I'm uh, going to see this movie premiering My man. at uh, Tivoli. I love it, baby. Going out to the. From t- Shock to Awe? Yeah, from that, Shock to Awe yeah. is the name of it, man. We got a ticket for you if you're ready to go. 
Uh, Seth, what do you got? You got anything to wrap it all up? No, I think Sam pretty much covered it. Just Steve, got a you quick got streaming pick. Just want to give one person. I did Conan Without Borders. Pretty good show. Is it pretty good? I was going to dig good. on it. I, I'm, I, I've actually, I, I mentioned it a couple weeks ago. I, I'm a nerd. I'm into the Shannara Chronicle. Really up. fun two seasons of okay. uh, fantasy. They don't, it's not a whole lot of character building. So they're right into the action. Netflix. Right out the gates. On Netflix. Shannara Chronicles. Chronicles. Mine's yeah. Netflix. Uh, on my block on Netflix. Uh, fun Goonies type. Really? Show about a group of kids in South Central LA entering high school, four best friends. What? They're facing the challenges of high school. Uh, they're, they're dealing with gangs. They're hunting for treasure. It's a dope show. Had a great first season. Really wants that second season happen. On the block? On my block. On my block. I'll Net, check that yeah, out for sure. Check that out on Netflix. You watch anything? No. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you know better than to throw it to me at 8 o'clock. <laughs> like, I'm Thank you so much for joining on Hoosier Sophisticate. Uh, follow us uh, online, any of your favorite podcasts and platforms. Check out HoosierSophisticate.com for the merch. We want to thank our sponsors, MoMedCanco.com. Enter Hoso at checkout, 15% off. Parlor STL and Tower Classic Tattooing in the Grove. Go on, check them out. James Carlton, State Farm, CarltonInsurance.net. we got Lifetime Roofing. They make all Roof, this possible. Roof? Guys, we raised almost two grand for two of the Hoosier family. We did it in a couple of days. I'm so proud of all of you. I'm so proud to call you friends. I think we're making a little ripple here in St. Louis, and I want to surround myself with as many people like you as possible. Thank you for tuning in to Who's Fiskin on WGNU. We'll catch you next week. Stick yourself with needles, fill up on the evil. Everybody's waiting for you at the steeple. Full of angels If you love me like you love yourself